So today's topic is taking inspiration from the Lord. And session is dedicated to Srila Prabhupada. Our inspiration is Srila Prabhupada, his teachings, his words. Because of that, we are able to understand this message. And how a person can take inspiration from the Lord and how actually Lord inspires every living entity within the heart that we'll discuss. And uh, also we'll discuss something about a very nice pastime of Lord Hanumanji. Of course, he's a great devotee of Lord Ramchandra's appearance day is there today. So we'll discuss about that also. And last class, if you remember, we had discussed about how Lord is the ultimate shelter of every living entity. A person may have everything available, but till the time Lord is not sanctioning anything that is that cannot happen. <clears throat> Prahlad Maharaj gives example of a father. That means uh, a father and mother may be so rich and they have all the facilities. They may have all the facilities, but if Krishna does not sanction, the, they may not be able to save their child. So like that, ultimately we discussed that ultimate shelter is Lord's perfection. Nobody can save a person who who's been destined, destined, destined to kill. Similarly, a person who's been saved by Krishna, nobody can kill him. And today we'll discuss how we can take inspiration from the Lord and from the teachings of Prahlad Maharaj. So Prahlad Maharaj is telling, Yasmin yatho yarhiyena cha yasya yasmat yasme yatha yadutastha jastu paraparova bhava karoti vikaroti pataksa bhava sanchoditastha takilam bhavatasvarupam very nice. So this all the uh, the Sanskrit Prabhupada, that's why he says Sanskrit is a very, very nice language. That's why it's called as mother of all the languages. It is it is being mentioned that if a person simply learns Sanskrit language, if he daily recites Sanskrit Shlokas and he learns Sanskrit language somehow, his brain tissues develop very nicely. And that was the system in Varnasana system. Every child used to learn language, Sanskrit especially. Nowadays it is optional. Although maybe not even often, nobody even teaching also Sanskrit, but it's a very beautiful language. And this entire Bhagavatam, what we are discussing, Prahlad Maharaj's prayers. So it is most of the time you will find is a very poetic way, just like we just now read. In a poetic manner, it we are in Bhagavad Gita also. It like uh, you can actually sing. That's why it's called Bhagavad Gita. Gita means song. So song of the Lord is called as Bhagavad Gita. So you can actually sing Bhagavad Gita. Similarly, all these verses, if you can recite. In rhythm with along with devotees, you can very really have a nice experience. Just like if you hear any like Brahma Sahita and all these prayers which are mentioned. So when devotees chant, when some Abhishekam is happening, something like that, so you can hear such a nice vibration it has. And that's why one of the way of worshipping Lord is through mantra. The so mantra means uh, the one which delivers the mind. Mantra, mantra ayati mantra. The mantra which delivers the mind that is called as mantra. So all these mantras, Prabhupada says, they are not different from Bhagavad Gita. They are not different because everything just talks about Krishna only. So if a person simply reads Bhagavad Gita, recites these shlokas, it is as good as you worshipping know, Lord. These are the power of these prayers, especially when it is being told by great devotees of the Lord. Just like in this case, this prayers, what we are chanting is narrated by Prahlad Manas, spoken by Prahlad Manas. So anything which is even written by Krishna or his pure devotees, they are 
they are same, they are equal. So when Sukhdev Goswami is talking about Lord Krishna, it is as good as Krishna himself is talking about in Bhagavad Gita. So, so everything is same. So coming back to this verse, what this verse is saying? Yasmin yatho yarhi yena yutha yasir yasmat Yasmin yatha yad yastva parah parova Bhava karoti vikaroti prataksa bhava Sanchoditastha dakilam bhavata swarupam So what is telling? Pralatmanaj is again glorifying Lord Narsimhadev and is telling My dear Lord, everyone in this material world is under the modes of material nature being influenced by goodness, passion and ignorance. Everyone from the greatest personality Lord Brahma down to the small, small ant works under the influence of these modes. Therefore, everyone in this material world is influenced by your energy. The cause for which they work, the place where they work, the time when they work, the matter due to which they work, the goal of life they have considered final and the process of obtaining this goal all are nothing but manifestation of your energy. Indeed, since the energy and energetic are identical, all of them are but manifestation of you. So very nicely, Prahlad Maharaj is talking about the energies of the Lord, how this material world, in this material world, energies of the Lord are working. So actually, this entire creation is nothing but two things, the Lord and his energy. Everything else comes there only, come including in that. Whatever we see in this material world, whether it is it is matter or it is antimatter or it is moving, it is non-moving, dynamic, static, whatever we see in this material world, we can classify into two. It is actually everything is Lord's energy only. So Lord and his energy. And different ways, different manifestations of energies are there. So just like for example, if you see a laptop. So what is a laptop? Laptop is simply a combination of different energies of the Lord. So Lord Krishna says Bhagavad Gita, Dhumirapanalo Vayokhanam Thammano Buddhirechan. That means earth, water, air, fire, and ether, and including Man Buddhi Hankar. Everything Krishna says is my energy. Vinnami Prakriti Yashoda. These eight are my energy. So anything in this material world you see, that, that thing will be a combination of these eight elements, or maybe more eight elements. All of them will be there, or maybe one of them. or Two of them are ultimately there. So ultimately, everything in this material world is Lord's energy. And there is no difference between Lord and his energy. Just mentioned in the last time, energy and energetic are non-different. Because that is the meaning of absolute. So sometimes people have this uh, understanding that uh, this world has come by chance. There is a theory of uh, by chance. Whatever is happening in this world is actually by chance. There is no reason behind it. Uh, this material world is created by chance. All of us are working here by chance. Sun is rising by chance. Sun is setting by chance. Moon is rising by chance. I'm eating by chance. I'm sleeping by chance. I'm getting failed by chance. I'm getting passed by chance. So everything is the material world. People say it is by chance. And they say ultimately there is no cause behind it. There is no certain cause behind it. But ultimately you see Krishna is telling Everything is Krishna's energy. So, whatever, at, at least science also believes about energy. They also may don't have proper understanding of what is the source of that energy. But at least they believe that there is some energy. Because of energy, this world is running. So, now Krishna is sharing this energy. I am that energy. This energy belongs to me. And I am the source of that energy. 
and that's all it is mentioned in the vedas sarvam khalu idam brahma that when whatever you see in this material world is actually brahman brahman means supreme brahman brahman means ultimately supreme personality god at krishna so there is brahman this is para brahman so all of us are krishna uh, arjuna explains in bhagavad gita he says to krishna that you are param brahma param bhavam pavitram parvam you are the supreme brahman so you are you are he is accepting krishna as supreme brahman and we are also brahman but we are part of that brahman so krishna is supreme brahman and we are part of that brahman and then when this brahman or this the energy of the lord like us who are we are also energy of the lord and this material is also energy of the lord so when we talk about classification of the energy of the lord so sometime we have this material energy we are this material world is called as material energy spiritual world is also called as spiritual energy and we are material energy but actually speaking uh, this classification is uh, as per our understanding but this classification does not exist for krishna because for krishna everything is energy of the lord himself for example when we talk about uh, the various departments are in the government proper for example we have uh, we have income tax department we have uh, you know, police department we have many other departments so for the from from government's perspective everything is god's energy for government's energy only but for the citizens perspective one one thing is police one thing is income tax like that tax department ultimately from government perspective everything is their energy similarly from krishna's point of view for him there is nothing like spiritual world and material world for him everything is same because he is absolute but for our perspective because we are conditioned soul something is uh, spiritual something is material and we are called as marginal so this material world is called as uh, this creation is called as material energy and this material energy is working under three modes of material nature so you can see here uh, it is mentioned here material lot everything in this material world is under the modes of material nature being influenced by goodness passion and ignorance so these three energies are their goodness passion and ignorance so if you understand that everyone in this world without any exception whosoever he may be he may be a king he may be a he may be a priest he may be a whatever it may be he is under these three modes of material nature goodness passion and ignorance ignorance means where a person is totally unaware of what is the purpose of life what why is in existing and why why what is supposed to this material world is very lazy does not have any inquisitors about what is the purpose of life what is, what is my future everything nothing is simply more like like an animal just like an animal does not know about the purpose of life he doesn't bother also just some or the other you can give him this something to eat he will eat something you give him to sleep he will sleep and some or the other you roam around he will, he will pass his time so this like animal life the prabhupada says this kind of people those who are although uh, having a human form of life but they doesn't care for anything shastra said about us to do pada pashu do pada pashu means two legged animal when we say animal generally he has four legs right but these people who although in human form of life but they are not following any vedic rules and regulation that is not have any higher purpose of life simply eating sleeping eating and depending so they are called as do pada pashu that is two legged animals and most of the population unfortunately in kaliyuga is in that category dupada pashu means they don't have any desire any inquisitiveness whatsoever they are simply satisfied somehow or the other i can work hard from morning 8 to night 8 and then i come back i i do some sense gratification 
I eat something, I sleep, again next day I'll go to office. This is kind of life we are living. So that is, the person is called as mode ignorance, does not have any uh, value of life. He doesn't, doesn't care for it. Simply lives like, like animals. Now, another is mode of passion. So passion means where a person is working very hard, just like you see in city like Mumbai. So Mumbai people are working very, very hard. You see, so I, actually I was asking to someone, because when I saw this in Mumbai, this local trains are full, always you see, always full of people, especially in the evening. If you want to go from one station to another, there is no surety whether you are able to get down or not, because there is so much of rushes there in the local trains and all. And all, all go, almost entire day it is full, especially in the evening. So now I was asking someone that what is the end time when this actual train stops? What is the last uh, this thing basically? How much, what is the time when this train stops? What is the last time? Final. But then one boy says, Prabhu, actually this train uh, last it from, from this station starts from 12 o'clock in nine. And again, it goes back to the, the this last station is two o'clock in the nine. And again, four o'clock it starts again. So that means practically entire day train is working and entire day people are in the train. So much people are working hard. For what? Prabhupada says, for eating some simply some little food and so for simply some little sense gratification we are working very hard that is available for everyone krishna is arranged for everyone but it's still because we have so many other desires we want to satisfy everything so that's why in the mode of passion we are working very hard and that's why we are getting entangled so everyone pradhan maharaj is telling everyone from brahma lord brahma down to the small ant everyone is under working the influence of more material nature so nobody can say I'm out of modes of material nature. No, everyone is working under the modes of material nature. It can be, it can be Brahma. Although Brahma is called as the creator, creator of this universe, he's a designer of the universe, but still he is also working under the mode of passion. So we can see it is impossible practically to come out of this modes of material nature till that time a person executes devotional service. So ignorance means almost like animal, passion means working very hard. But working for sense gratification, wasting his time, getting entangled with this material world more and more. And mode of goodness means which is better than the other two modes, passion and ignorance. The person is not working very hard for sense gratification. He has a higher understanding of life. And but still he is not, he is still in under the modes of nature only, but he is better than other two. He is, he is peaceful. And generally, Brahmana is called in the mode of cushion, mode of goodness. That means he is not. Working very hard for some gratification. He is not lazy, he is working, but whatever is required to maintain his body is one together, that much is working. And also, he is not in the uh, his ignorance. He knows what is the purpose of life, and as per that work, he is well. So, everyone in this material world working under these three modes of material nature. And Prabhupada writes. So now how to understand the just like this this goodness, passion, and ignorance, this material world is this three mode of gunas are there. And how this material world is working, sometimes uh, people ask this, this question that how to understand that God exists in this material world. So Prabhupada gives a very nice example. Just like if there is fire, if there's some suppose there is some heat, you can see that you are feeling some heat. So that means if heat is there. That means there will be somewhere near the near around fire should be there, whether I will be able to see or not. But if there is heat, that means there will be fire somehow or the other. Similarly, you can see many, many things. You can, if you can understand the 
effect of that that means cause should be there nothing is happening by chance so if heat is there that means there should be fire if sunshine is there that means there should be sun so similarly when this material world is working so nicely sometime people say everything is happening by chance but can you see why how things will happen by chance it is not possible so nicely you can see sun is rising sun is setting down sun is now setting and then moon is rising days are days there night is there seasons are getting changed everything is happening it cannot happen by chance so nicely so even if a person can apply common sense also he can understand that it is not happening by chance there are symptoms just like heat heat is a symptom that should be some fire sunshine is a symptom that sun should be there similarly when we see all these symptoms of this material world we should be able to understand that there is some higher laws are working krishna is working in this material world lord is working in this material world through his energies and there is no difference between lord and his energy abhinatva naam and amino this like there is no difference between krishna and his name similarly there is no difference between krishna or any of his energies of the lord so prabhupada gave us very nice example how krishna is present everywhere through his energy so it is mentioned in 9th chapter of bhagavad gita maya tatam idam sarvam jagat avyakt murtidam masthane sarvabhutani masthane sarvabhutani name something like that last verse i am not able to recall masthane sarvabhutani naam tesho vastitam what does that mean krishna is saying maya tatam idam sarvam jagat avyakt murtidam that means i am present in this material world everywhere maya tatam idam sarvam jagat avyakt murtidam everywhere in this world material world i am present avyakt murtina masthani sarvabhutani i am there in each and everything in this material world sarvabhutani bhutani means living entities and everything masthani sarvabhutani naham desho avastita but i am not in them and looks like it is contradictory krishna is saying everything rest in me rest in me but i does not rest in them so looks like it is contradictory how is it possible everything is resting in krishna but krishna is not resting in them how to understand this so prabhupada that's why it is very very important many times we have discussed to understand about krishna understand understand, understand about his energy through proper sources so now prabhupad gives very nice example how to understand this krishna is saying mat sthane sarva bhutani nanam desho vasti that means i am present everywhere i am there everywhere but i am there in everything but nothing exists in me so prabhupad gives example of this king just like a king heads a government which is but the manifestation of king's energy the different governmental departments are nothing but the energy of the energies of the king and each department is resting on the king's power But still, one cannot expect the king to be present in every department personally. Just like we now, we can say it is Modi's government. Abhi Modi ka government, let's say we say. So it is not that Modi's government is Modi is present. Uh, how Modi is there everywhere? He is there in the form of his energy. Similarly, Lord is when he is telling Mas Sanin Sir Bhutani, he is present everywhere in the form of his energies. And his energies are non-different from him. so when krishna is talking about let's say uh, i am speaking right now so i am speaking there is my voice 
if suppose you record my voice and you played somewhere else some other time so my voice will be there i am present in the form of my energy although i am not present personally there but my energy is there in the form of a voice similarly when krishna is talking about i am present everywhere he is present everywhere through his energy just like sun is present everywhere through sunshine sun is there at one place but sunshine is there everywhere similarly krishna is also present everywhere through his energy so it is not contradiction it is a fact now because krishna is present everywhere and we are not able to see sometimes people ask this question that can you show me god if a god is present then why am i not able to see him or can you somehow or the other make sure that i can see god so many times this like people ask us also when we preach when we go to some we take some classes or sessions and like that people ask this question to us also that can you show me god so prabhupada gives very nice example in this connection many times people ask this question to prabhupada also different different time they don't in different context so prabhupada says different answers in the all, all the context so one time prabhupada says that can you show me god please understand the value of this question what kind of question you are asking yes i can show you god but are you qualified do you have qualification to see god this like today i cannot i cannot tell can you show me prime minister of india i cannot do like that i cannot say like this if i want to become we need prime minister of india i should have qualification but similarly when you are asking this question can you show me god do you have got the qualification to see god so if you have qualification definitely you can see god but if you don't have qualification then you cannot see god so now if you don't have qualification then qualify yourself qualify yourself and then you can see definitely god so this prabhupada says one one time another time prabhupada says the same question that why you so much after seeing god because god is absolute there is no difference between god seeing and god hearing so now instead of seeing god why don't you try and hear god because god is absolute so there is no difference between god and his name so why you are so much after seeing god why don't you hear god who is present in the form of his holy name so please you chant hare krishna mantra and hear god that is and by hearing god continuously you will be able to see god one day so that is possible my voice is very much breaking okay it is the case with others also my voice is breaking Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Yes, sometime. Oh, okay. So let me see if there is an internet issue. I'm sorry for that. Internet is perfect from my side. i hope now it will be okay so in case now still it is happening please let me know okay <clears throat> so this question many times people ask 
So Prabhupada also, Prabhupada also, many people, they ask this question, that can you show me God? So Prabhupada says, yes, I can show you God, but are you qualified to see God? So first make yourself qualified. And once you are qualified to see God, then definitely you can see God. And second, Prabhupada says, why you are after so much seeing God? Why don't you hear God? Why don't you hear God? Because Krishna is present in his name. And third time, Prabhupada says, very nice thing, that my Guru Maharaj used to say, do not learn to see God. Do not want to see God. Work in such a way that God is himself comes and sees he is my devotee, is working hard for me. So now these three times Prabhupada and many times other time also Prabhupada the different answer. So we should understand this fact that yes, we should all of should have this desire of seeing God. But this is not something which I can order. God is not my order carrier. And if I say, okay, can you show me and he will come in front of me and say, no. He definitely can, he is present, definitely he can come for his devotee, for sincere devotees. But let us reach to that platform where we are, we can be called a sincere devotee. When we are sincere devotee, then pure devotees case it is mentioned sthavar dekhi jagam dekhi yad dekhe sthare ishtadevamurti. That means when a person becomes devotee of the Lord, everywhere he can see Lord. Just Parhalat Maharaj is seeing that God is in front in this pillar also. Similarly, when a person becomes a devotee of the Lord, pure devotee, he can see Lord anywhere and everywhere. So we need to qualify ourselves, we need to come to that platform where we become a pure devotee, then definitely we can see God anytime, every time. And just like Lord is also energy, we are we are just like material is energy of the Lord, we are also energy of the Lord, but we are called as marginal energy. So there are something called as spiritual energy, that is called as internal energy. Internal potency means spiritual world. And this material is called as external potency. And we living entities, we are called as marginal energy. Marginal means we have a choice. We can, if we want, we act in that way, we can. Go to either internal energy or external energy of the Lord. That is the meaning of marginal. Marginal means in between. We can go up also, we can go down also. We can go further to hallucination also from this human form of life. If we act in such a way, we will we can go further down. And if we if, if we act nicely, if we act as a devotee of the Lord, then we can go another side. For example, high brand system, and up to we can go to Krishna back also. So that's why this energy has free will. So now this free will is very, very important asset for a living entity. Because this free will person can make his life or break his life. This is such an important thing is free will. And Krishna never takes that free will back from living entity. Whatever you want, you can get it. Krishna has given that free will. Maybe not in this life or that life. Ultimately, if you have desired something, Krishna will sanction that thing based on your karma. If you notice then that karma, that Krishna will make you harder, work, work hard, material nature will make you work hard and ultimately you will get that thing. But your free will will be respected always. Whatever you want, you can do that. So this living entity whose marginal energy, who has this free will, by using that free will, we can go further down. We can go into heavy planets also. And if using that free will, we can go to Krishna back also. That is a, this is a utilized, that is an important thing about our free will. Now we should see how, for example, now in session, attending session is free will. <laughs> Nobody can force you that you have to attend. But opportunity is there. We have session. We have time also. But instead of watching session, people are watching IPL. Oh, I think IPL started. That's why today attendance is less. Somebody was telling me IPL started. And today is Saturday, right? Oh, 
Saturday afternoon two matches. So Bhagavad Gita is not not so important. Uh, let me uh, see IPL whether Mumbai is winning or Hyderabad is winning or Pune is winning. So maybe next life Krishna will make us a cricket ball. <laughs> so the entire life will be keep on playing. <laughs> so <clears throat> so that free will is very important. If you want to use for Krishna's service, Krishna will give you all the opportunity. If you want to use for Maya service, Maya will give you all the opportunity. So that's why this one of the energy of the Lord is called this material energy is called as Durga. Durga means Durga means Prabhupada says Durga means fort. And she is a, a woman, so that is called as Durga. So this material world is Durga, the kingdom of Durga. And just like it is very difficult to go inside the Durga and come outside of the Durga also fort. Similarly, it is very difficult to come out of this fort till the time a person gets mercy of a pure devotee. Now, these three modes of material nature, as we discussed in the beginning, are acting on all of us. And based on that three modes of material nature only, we are getting different, different bodies. The kind of nature we are associating with, that kind of body we are getting. And that kind of desire also we have. So now you can see what is the importance of our selection, of our kind of association. If you are associating with the people who are in the mode of ignorance, then you will develop that kind of desire. And Krishna will inspire you also. Suppose you have very much desire, I want to drink, I want to drink liquor, you have a desire. So because you have that kind of desire, Krishna will inspire you, okay, you want to drink, drink, you want to drink liquor. He may also sometime initially say, no, better not to drink. But you have so much, no, I want to, you have Adam, you want to eat, I want to drink. Okay, Krishna will give you all the opportunity, you go and you drink. He will arrange money also for you. You don't have money, somehow you will get money also, even if you don't have money. So if you have desire, he will fulfill. But if you have a desire to serve Lord, then also you will get fulfilled. So ultimately, Krishna inspires a living entity within the heart. What you want. He is there in everyone's heart is Paramatma. But it depends on you, how you want to execute that part, how you want to utilize that part. And Krishna says, hey, maam I reciprocate according to your surrenderance. So if you fully surrender to just like a pure devotee, Prabhupada says, a pure devotee of the Lord is guided by Lord himself every moment in his life. Every moment, Krishna personally guides a pure devotee. What you should do now, what you should not do now. Personally, Krishna guides a pure devotee. But in case of other living entity, Krishna never interferes. If you have a desire, you have karma, okay, you get that living entity. You get that your results will be full. But if you do, if you have desire, you don't have karma right now, no problem. You have to work hard and get that pious credit and that you can fulfill. Ultimately, your desire will be fulfilled. So that's why we should be very, very careful in demanding something from the Lord. Sometimes you go to temple and ask something. Krishna, give me that material thing. Give me that material thing. But we should always remember, sometimes that material thing may get fulfilled also. <laughs> then you will be, uh, you will be in the mood of oh, what I have done, what I have asked. I should not ask. So always we should ask only one thing, Krishna, whatever you think good for me, please give me. And ultimately I want your bhakti. Nothing else. I don't want anything. Simply your bhakti. So <clears throat> that a devoted desire should be Anabilashutta Sumyam Gana Karmada Namutam Anukulena Krishna Sindam Bhakti Uttama. That means Anne Abilashita Sunyam. No Abilasha. Anne Abilashita Sunyam. Sunyam is zero. Only Abilasha is what? How can I serve you? So it's very nice. You can see Prabhupada right here. And this is the same purport. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the super soul within the core of everyone's heart, gives inspiration for action according to one's mentality. 
what kind of mentality you are carrying accordingly inspiration you will get all of these mentalities are merely facilities given by krishna to the person acting so it is actually facilities given by krishna as per your mentality just as give an example if you have a mentality of eating non veg so krishna will give you facility also as per your mentality krishna is giving you facility bhagavad gita therefore says matta smriti gyanam apohanam cha everyone works according to the inspiration given by the super soul because everyone has a different goal of life everyone acts differently as guided by the supreme personality of godhead so how clear it is how much clear it is that you will be acting as per your mentality so now the entire process of krishna consciousness is that coming how to purify this mentality which is right now is for sense gratification of loading our material nature now this mentality of to enjoy gratify our senses how can be shifted to serving krishna and this entire process of krishna consciousness is that only how can i become a servant right now i want to be, i want to become a master in this material world now this entire process is how can you become a servant of krishna and then you can then krishna also then also you will get guidance within the heart just like devotees they get they get guidance within the heart how can i serve you it's like a karmi get guidance guidance how can i make my business more and more profitable how can i increase my turnover of my company how can i reduce cost like that many many things you do similarly krishna gives guidance to a devotee also how can you serve just like prabhupada he established this movement within 10 years 10 years you see 1965 prabhupada went and 1966 practically started and just 10 years of span of time prabhupada created such a big movement which is there all over the world right now on this moon on this earth the biggest movement is this krishna consciousness movement and which has changed millions of lives so such a big thing prabhupada has done simply in 10 years how is it possible because he was personally being guided by lord always in every moment of life that we can practically see so when we also we also become fully surrendered to krishna lotus feet of krishna and serving him without any reservation then we can also reach to that stage that we can also get guidance from the lord every moment of our life provided are we ready for that are we ready to give sacrifice are we sacrifice i am i am ready to sacrifice some of my comfort for lord service if it is there definitely lord will reciprocate and the more you will take trouble for serving lord the more he advance it is not that my bhakti uh, is simply i can uh, somehow i can chant my rounds i can read my books i can chant hari krishna mantra i can take prasadam and then my bhakti is nicely no 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 if this is only this is happening then you will not i'm, I'm sorry you not be able to advance beyond certain limit you will advance the surely you will advance but not beyond a certain limit so that is why it is very very important at shri krishna nama adi nam bhavet rahim indri sevan mukhe jivado swameva sputta without doing seva we cannot advance in spiritual life so this is the very very important thing all of us should understand if if we are simply happy in doing 16 rounds and all this yes this is ultimate thing that's a fact fact but right now we are not on that elevated platform that we can chant krishna's name in purely so that's why right now for our our sake the most important thing is how nicely i am engaging krishna's service for taking come for coming out of my comfort zone so it is very easy to stay in comfort zone and do everything comfort zone is what okay somehow i can do uh, i can somehow okay prabhu you are telling so much let me make some call hari krishna over you why don't you chant next thing now very nicely i can do that is a comfort zone comfort zone yes there is also kind of seva you can do 
So the Krishna will reciprocate accordingly. And one thing is, I do a little bit of stretch myself. I know I do have to give some extra time for that. I may have to sleep sometime, some less number of hours, or I may have to do some extra thing. I have to leave some material duty also sometime. But for Krishna's sake, I do that. I will take some anxiety for the Lord. So one time one devotee asked Prabhupada, Prabhupada, how can we please Krishna? Prabhupada says, you can please Krishna by your anxiety. How much anxiety you are taking for the Lord? How much anxiety you are taking to serve Krishna? How much anxiety I am taking to make sure that Krishna's mission should be fulfilled? This message of the Lord should go everywhere, all over the world. How much anxiety I am taking? That is my success. And then Lord become very pleased where a devotee is like Prabhupada. He took so much anxiety for the Lord. So there's a this when Juhu temple was being constructed in Mumbai, those who are from Mumbai, they must be knowing. There was a lot of struggle before making this temple. And nobody was, even all the disciples also, Prabhupada, they were not having proper idea what Prabhupada actually is willing to do. And they were actually thinking, let us keep cancel this day because the owner he somehow wanted to cheat Prabhupada and wanted to take that land back. And he has taken money also, he wanted to take that land back also. And he was trying to cheat Prabhupada. And disciples sometimes they told Prabhupada, let us leave this land, let us go somewhere else, we can get some other. And Prabhupada says, no, I want to take this land. And so then he, he fought like a no, like a warrior. If you read that entire pastime in, in the Lamrata book, you will feel very nice. How Prabhupada was actually like a Kshatriya. He fought, he fought for Krishna and finally this temple is there. So one time when this, this entire thing was happening, when no municipal was BMC was against BMC was Bombay Municipal Corporation, they were against this temple, they were trying to demolish this temple. Nobody was helping that time. As Prabhupada was sitting and he was keeping his head down, I think. And one of the disciples he came and then Prabhupada said to the disciple, This Bombay project is actually a headache. What did Prabhupada say? This Bombay project actually it's a headache. And then Prabhupada says, But it is for Krishna, then it is fine. So although it's a headache, but it is headache for Krishna, then it's fine. So you can see how uh, how much how spirited Prabhupada was that I want to spread this message all over the world. So that which we should have. I can how can I understand Krishna by giving more and more this this message to more and more people, and without taking care of our own comfort. There's a very nice pastime in this regard also about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So there was one. Servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his name was Govind. So, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this Govind used to massage Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's legs in afternoon time. Uh, so, and there's a place called Gambira. If you go to Jagannath Puri, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's room is there still. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to stay. So, this room was very small actually, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very tall. So what happened? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took lunch and then he started, he was resting. And that he was sitting, he was lying in such a way that you cannot, if you want to go other side, you have to cross Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then only you can go. Otherwise, you cannot go from this side or that side. There was no space. You have to cross Mahaprabhu, then only you can go. So the servant Govinda, he came in the after lunch timing. And then he came, he wanted to massage Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's legs, feet. But how to do that? Because he has to cross him. But how can he cross Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? What he should, should do now? But what he did, he crossed Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He went to the side and started massaging Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's legs, feet. 
and after some time chetan babu woke up then he asked oh govinda very nice you are massaging my legs have you taken your lunch so the govinda says no i have not taken my lunch so chetan babu first asked how you did you come here because i was i was lying in between how did you came here then he said i crossed you and then i came and i massaging your legs and then chetan babu asked that how you taken lunch have you taken lunch he said no i have not taken lunch then he says why you not taken lunch So Govinda says that if I would take lunch, then I have to cross you. Then only I can take lunch. So Mahaprabhu says, "You only already cross crossed me. That's why you came here, right? Why you are saying I cannot cross you?" Then Govinda says that yes, first time I crossed you because it was my seva. It was my seva to massage your feet. That's why I crossed you. Now I cannot cross you because it is my sense gratification. If I go and eat food, it is my sense gratification. For my own sense gratification, I cannot cross you. but for your seva i can cross so this is the spirit of a devotee that for his own sense gratification he is ready to give up anything but for krishna service he is ready to do everything whatever is required so that is the spirit of a devotee one who's faithful servant of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu must execute his order even if one has to sacrifice going to jagannath puri to see lord jagannath there In other words, it is greater fortune to carry out Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order than to satisfy one's senses by seeing Lord Jagannath. So it, it is also in some connection. We will discuss some other time. Preaching Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult throughout the world is more important than staying in Vrindavan or Jagannath Puri for one's own personal satisfaction. Spreading Krishna consciousness is Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. Therefore, his sincere devotees must carry out his desire. So this also is one of the contexts. I will tell you what is this context. that chaitanya mahaprabhu he took sanyas and on his mother's request so her mother was sachi mata she requested chaitanya mahaprabhu that you please stay some nearby place and then she told she told better better you stay in jagannath puri so chaitanya mahaprabhu was staying in jagannath puri so every year all the devotees from bengal they used to come to visit chaitanya mahaprabhu rath yatra time many many so many devotees from bengal used to come and nitanand prabhu also used to come with them nitanand prabhu is balram ji so nitanand prabhu used to come with all the inhabitants of bengal and used to visit chaitanya mahaprabhu and every year they used to come like that but one year one such year chaitanya mahaprabhu called nitanand prabhu and he told that please from next year onwards don't come don't come to see me from next year onwards Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then Nitanand Prabhu says, "Why?" Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, "It is my great desire that I want to preach this message in Bengal, Gaudiya, Gaudadesh. But right now, because I am Jagannath Puri, I cannot go there and preach. But you are there in Bengal, so my request to you, please, need not to come here every every year. You please be there and preach this glories of Krishna name all over Bengal, and then." Nitanand Prabhu said yes because you are telling I accepted and he accepted the request. So on that context, Prabhupada is telling that one who is faithful, so it, it is very nice to come every every year and see Jagannath, Lord Jagannath. Who would who would not like to have seen Jagannath, Lord Jagannath duty? But what Prabhupada is telling, even a servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will give this sense gratification also that I don't want to see even Jagannath, Lord Jagannath also if I get a chance of serving you. So one who is faithful servant of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must execute his order, even if he has to sacrifice going to Jagannath Puri to see Jagannath Jagannath there. In other words, it is great fortune to carry out Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order, 
tend to satisfy one's senses by seeing Lord Chikannath. Sometimes people, they have this understanding that let me go to Vindhava and settle down. So that actually, yes, if uh, it is good for those who don't have any preaching service, but those people, they have printing preaching service, they cannot go and stay in Jagannath Puri and Vindhava. They have to preach all over the world. And that's our mission. Our mission is not simply I can I can pre I can do my duty. What is my duty? Simply I might chant my 16 nouns. I can do reading and all. It's over. No. Our duty is even higher than anyone's duty. Our duty is to preach this passage. And till the time we don't preach, we also will not advance. So all of us, those who are attending this session, I request all of you that please take another step in your spiritual life. Otherwise, philosophy for a long time will not work. If the practical application of philosophy is not happening, that philosophy will not work. Because after some time, as we discussed many times, you will start saying, Prabhuji said the same thing in all the sessions. <laughs> many times people say, Prabhu, in, in every session you are telling the same thing. And Prabhupada also telling the same thing in all the books. Prabhupada also telling the same thing in all the lectures. Yes, because we are not able to understand the basic instructions only. So, it is not like that. In the same session, different people will, different people will understand differently. Now, how, what is your understanding based on our level of understanding? So, that is how if you really want to progress in spiritual life, go to the next level, then we have to preach. Wherever you are, just try to preach. You just Preaching is very easy, not very difficult. Just you have to tell a person and everyone is suffering in this world. Please make sure. Person may be millionaire, millionaire, he actually must be suffering. It is just that outwardly you can see person is very happy, but inside everyone is full of envy, lust, greed, pride, and they are suffering. So if you go and ask a person, are you suffering? Initially he may say yes, he may say no, but if you dig a little bit, he is suffering. <laughs> and the person who is suffering, you give this knowledge to him. So that's why it is, we have a big responsibility, not that simply I can hear lecture one hour, I will be happy with that. Yes, you can be happy. At least you are better than a person who is a karmi, who is not hearing his atheist. You are better than that person. But definitely, if you really want to go to the next level, you have to preach. You have to preach. So the first thing is, how can I give a book to a someone? If you really want to preach someone, just give a book of Prabhupada. Preaching is book distribution. So you know someone, your friend, you give him one book and request him to read do like that. Give him, suppose some friend's birthday is there. Rather than giving him some chocolate or something like that, what he will do? He will eat some chocolate and it will be waste. To give him one book, his life will be changed if he reads that book. And if his, his life is not getting changed, someone else's life will be changed, the person who will ultimately read that book. So his book you gave, you take, gave him some Prabhupada's instruction, gave him some Prabhupada's lecture to hear, then his life is successful and your life also successful. So we have to become a sincere servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And beyond our own sense gratification, beyond our own sense comfort, that okay, I should be comfortable, nobody should touch me, I should not be called for doing this service or that service, no. This should not be the current attitude of the devotee. Devotee is ready to do anything for the Seva of the Lord. It's like Govindas. He crossed Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's service. But he never crossed Chaitanya Mahaprabhu for his own sense gratification. Nitharan Prabhu, he said yes. He was very nicely situated. He would have come every year and see Jagannath. But he said, no, I accept it because I want to serve Mahaprabhu. That is the mission of a devotee. For example, Prabhupada, you are very nicely situated in Vrindavan. A devotee of Krishna, what, which place can be more better than Vrindavan? 
Prabhupada was staying in Rindavan, that to Naradamara temple in front of Guru Goswami Samadhi. Everything was there. But he sacrificed everything. And then he, because his Guru Maharaj's order was there. Similarly, we also have an order of Srila Prabhupada that we have to preach this message. We cannot be simply sitting in one place and thinking that I am advancing. No. We have to, and for that we have to take some trouble. We have to go some out of the order things. It is, it is very, very important we have to do that. Okay, so please try to preach and then when you, just like Karaisai told us, Karmi is getting inspiration from the Lord uh, inside the heart, how can I get more money? Just like a person is getting inspiration, let me see IPL nicely. What is in Bhagavad Gita session? Same thing, same thing Prabhuji will tell. Surrender to Krishna, same Hare Krishna mantra, same Pralad Mara, same Narsim Let me see IPL, Mumbai Riders or Mumbai Indians or Hyderabad Sunrise or all these things, Night Riders. That is more important. These are like, these people are like Krishna, I have to see them. So, Krishna will be inspiration also. Okay, you want to see, no problem. I will arrange everything for you. Your friends also will come and they will see along with you. <laughs> so, this is like that. But if you, you, you only want to serve Lord, Krishna will give inspiration within the heart. Okay, you can preach, you can go to that person. You can preach like this, you can speak like this. You can tell him like this. So, all these things will come. So, it depends on what, what you want from Lord. If you want this IPL, Krishna will give you IPL. If you want service, Krishna gives service. Just like that.